Hashtag SFM BTH. Your tweets at uh, or X at Aldrin St. Pierre. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. And you can also drop me a voice note on 0614-104-107. We move over now to this story, which will put a smile, I hope, on your face because it is it is an important story. Um, a dedicated team of Operation Smile Medical Volunteers from across South Africa will converge at the Nelson Mandela Academic Hospital in Umtata in the Eastern Cape to transform the lives of 30 people with cleft lip or cleft palate with corrective surgery this coming weekend. This is a campaign um, which has the support of the Eastern Cape Health Department and being led by Operation Smile South Africa. We're now joined by Sarah Scott, who is the Executive Director for Operation Smile South Africa. Um, Sarah, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Incredible work that um, this organization has been doing for a couple of years now, since, since the 1980s. But an attempt of having corrective surgery of 30 yeah, Elton, sure. Thanks. It's quite a um, it's quite a number, here. Yeah, it's it 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 is. It's a it's a, a mammoth undertaking to be able to deliver corrective surgeries for that number of of mostly children, very young children. But that's what Operation Smile has perfected over the forty years that we have been operating around the world, mostly in low and middle income countries, specialising in delivering cleft care cleft surgery, safe surgery for those living with this um, very common birth defect. Um, We estimate that a child is born every three minutes somewhere in the world with a cleft condition. And just, just before we speak about the campaign itself, what is a cleft lip and what is a cleft palate? Great question. So a cleft is a, um, is a gap either just on the lip or on the lip as well as in the in the palate. So that's the top of the mouth. And it's formed in the very early stages of pregnancy when um, this gap fails to close. Now you might want, be wondering what causes this and it's a very common question. And at this stage, we don't have conclusive um, evidence. There's lots of research uh, that points to um, you know, the usual things that is um, that um, pregnant women have to always look out for, making sure you eat well, uh, avoid all the bad things. But also genetics plays a big role. But unfortunately, we do see it um, a greater prevalence and incidence of, of this uh, common birth defect um, in, in lower income countries where, you know, access to good nutrition and, and, and exposure to environmental um, air pollution in particular can can cause this. And how far into the pregnancies uh, are doctors able to pick up that um, the the unborn baby would actually have a cleft lip? Well, they could they could certainly pick it up on a scan um, um, on I think fairly early on um, if it's a cleft a lip. But yeah. obviously, if it's only a cleft palate, that's only discovered. Um, at um, at birth, and and sometimes often because the it can be so tiny, um, we are, we are often hear of patients, the, the parents coming back, mothers struggling to feed, 
um, because obviously if there's a hole in the mouth that that baby will struggle to 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 take in the milk mm. and and come back to the hospital and wonder what's coming what what's wrong with my baby and only then is this discovered so it, it's uh, you can imagine and for many mothers who don't have access to um, you know, uh, prenatal scans, it, it's a terrible shock and it's very traumatic. Um, uh, you know, we all know for those of us that have had children, it's have it, childbirth is, is, um, can often be tra traumatic, but when your baby has a, a deformity, even more so. And so it, that's why it's so important that our work is not just about providing the surgeries, but working with our um, medical teams, community health workers to make them aware of cleft conditions, how to identify them, and importantly, how to support mothers and families to sequence children into care. Does um, a cleft lip have any impact at all on a human's um, life expectancy? Um, what happens during that duration? Because now you also speak about um, the majority of the people that you'll be operating on are children. So I assume that there will be adults involved as well. That's, that's correct. And, and often those are really sad cases where they've grown up with this condition and, and haven't been able to access surgery, either because they didn't know that it was available or because they and we we see this a lot is where the where that child is being kept isolated and hidden because they look different um often uh, where we see it adults is that the lip has been repaired but not the palate or there's been a breakdown in the surgery and so the hole is still there um we do always we assess any patient's operation smile will help any patient with a cleft um, condition but in many cases surgery will not improve um, the quality of life for an adult but there are solutions with um, dental obturators and that's a plate that goes in the mouth and with um, a speech therapy with support that can often make a big difference to that adult's life so yeah we'll be assessing adults and children but the majority of our patients on this weekend's program will be children just to answer your question about life expectancy life expectancy is impacted if the child cannot feed. And worldwide, it's estimated that one in 10 children who are born with a cleft palate will die. Um, luckily in South Africa, we don't see high mortality rates, um, but, um, and, and also that's where support, particularly by um, maternity departments <clears throat> or staff and community health workers in helping mothers learn how to feed their children differently with when they have a cliff condition is so important. So how many um, surgeons will be part of this program and also the medical support staff um, that will be assisting? And ordinarily, what's the duration of uh, such a surgery? So we've bringing a team together of around 30 people. So it's virtually one medical um, professional per patient. Um, there are three plastic surgeons. They're not just plastic surgeons. They're all highly specialized in cleft um, surgeries and um, they're coming they're then supported by anesthetists nurses uh, pediatricians dentists speech therapists as well as psychologists to help prepare 
patients and their families for surgery. We, we all know that can be very scary. So they will come together, coming, we're bringing them from across South Africa, um, all converging in the Eastern Cape. The team will arrive tomorrow. We will, con we will do patient screening. So every patient will be screened to make sure that they're healthy, um, and can and can accept and can go through surgery safely, and um, and the surgeries will last depending a, a lip can can take as little as forty five minutes, and a palate um, can can take a bit longer maybe up to an hour and a half and you know depending on 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 the on the the if there are any complications or if it's a a, a second or third um, surgery maybe a bit longer, but all of the surgeons. And, the, and in fact, the entire medical team, they're all um, credentialed uh, volunteers with Operation Smile, and they're all highly experienced in this field. So they really are extremely well trained. And, and, and these are volunteers, many of them that have traveled all over Africa to provide similar help to other, to, in other countries as part of Operation Smile. Yeah, uh, and sometimes we really undermine um, the significance of a smile because um, the majority of us don't have this condition and it comes naturally that you just want to smile and sometimes one day the person who has cleft sometimes feel that I want to smile but um, I've got this condition and it is also impacting my quality of life as you were speaking about it earlier on but uh, is there any significance to the number 30? Um, it, it only in so much that we will deliver surgeries over two days and we we pri absolutely prioritize safe surgery and with three surgeons um, that's the safe number of surgeries that we can deliver um, we we have a, um, a strict um, number of hours that surgeons can work for um, and we all know that surgeons work incredibly long hours and can you, you know, very long, uh, undergo very long, complicated surgeries. Or, but um, we it, we're all about making sure that um, a patient can be safely put on the table and come through the surgery. So, so that's why the number thirty over a two week, and and, and it's important because we're working at the hospital, um, and and this very much is a partnership with the Eastern Cape Department of Health. They've very much welcomed us to come and support. We have an ongoing education component to our program. So not only our volunteers, but other doctors who want to learn, plus the team at Nelson Mandela um, Hospital yeah. as well, academic hospital as well. We're also delivering dental workshops, speech workshops, because it's not just about us coming and, and helping once off. It's about how do we leave behind? How do we... Yeah. Um, transfer those skills? How do we make the, the health system stronger? And Sarah, can I please ask for an interview again after you're done with the surgeries um, and um, when you have a happy client base that is smiling and perhaps have one of them also, one of your patients to come and join us on the show. I'd really love to speak to them. We would absolutely love to do that. And I, I can assure you, we we will we, we have a lot of very nervous patients, yeah. I'm sure, um, tomorrow. But by Monday, <laughs> we will have big smiles all around, and particularly those mothers. Yeah. Um, I think they often carry the burden because the children are still too young to understand. But exactly. they have felt the the trauma of this very deeply and so it's a it's a joy and and we're we're we we're very fortunate to have so many committed dedicated volunteers plus all our supporters the many companies and individuals that have made this possible thank you so much sarah scott there the executive director of operation smile south africa